Today's Braised Bits is sponsored by Al Gore-Tex. Do you love 2000s Democratic presidential nominee Al Gore as much as you love windproof wearable clothing? Well, prepare for this inconvenient truth. Al Gore-Tex is the only company that will protect you from the environment while you help save the environment. Our products are built to last, but also biodegradable. And we're not beating around the bush, especially George W. Al Gore-Tex, not available in Florida. We got some Braised Bits. Not available in Florida, or now available. Not available. Fantastic ad. Al Gore, Frank Gore, Polly Shore. I, I, it's an inconvenience truth, but I love it. Fantastic. I'll get myself an entire wardrobe of Al Gore text. That's my. That's what our chefs' outfits are. Pretty much the chefs' whites. We can go out in the the rain, sun, storm. Stormy Ste- Daniels. Speaking of Stormy Daniels, it's beautiful outside. It is gorgeous, Lance. Today, you, did, did you notice it? The day I did notice it, the day we're recording Brazerbacks, I would say it's it's a classic. It's the trademark first nice day of the year. The first Nice France day of the year, best day of the year so far. It's it's honestly it's part of my highlight. We're not getting into the highlights yet, but it's it put a pe- put a pepperonis in my step. Jesse, little, little sunny day. Jesse already wants to end the pod. He said, all right, let's get to my highlight so we could end the pod and I could go outside and sit that's, outside. That's QAB also. That's my QAB. You know what? This is that, <laughs> that, That's my top nine. Number nine is the sun. Number eight are the clouds. Number seven is the air. Did no, you ever, no. in school, did you ever have class outside? Like when it was like really nice and the teacher might be like let's have class outside absolutely those are special days they did that once or twice in college but definitely in like middle school a couple times you felt like it was you were really uh really doing it it felt like like a special treat it was a special treat and kind of not reminded you i guess introduced you to the fact that like rules and rigidity uh it's all temporary and if it's a nice day people are just gonna Enjoy the nice day. Exactly. And the teacher's showing you like, hey, I'm cool. I know what a nice day looks like. I, I want to be outside too. And then you're like, oh, wait, we're outside, but we're learning. You can learn anywhere. I, I couldn't learn outside. I couldn't learn inside. Inside, outside. I feel like it taught me that you got to start learning outside of the classroom. And that's when I really started to really indulge my brain. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> After that first time outside, the teacher took me outside. I was like, wait, you could start, you could, you could learn things outside of the classroom. And then you dipped your brain into knowledge. Exactly. <laughs> Fully submerged a pocket. Wow. Yeah. Well, welcome to Brace Bits, everybody. I believe this is episode 67. I think you're right. 67, 67 reminds me of when you take a hundred and you divide it by three, but then you add one or you you take 100 you divide it by three it's 33.333 and then you multiply that by two and it's like 66.6667 ah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's something i did not learn outside <laughs> I, that's, I my, that's all i learned unless i brought my calculator outside but yeah the, the 0.667 is a classic 
because two thirds, it's not 66. See, everyone thinks two thirds, I think 66% gets a lot of the play, but 67 is really the one that's doing the dirty work there. Absolutely. And there's, it's a huge leap from 66 to 67. It's a whole different ballgame. Well, because you're going from not two thirds to o- o- under two thirds to over two thirds, and it's mind boggling. Wayne boggling. Wayne Boggs. Yeah. Boggle the game. You get into trouble. Also the game. Sure. Hundo P. Yeah. I was never good. I was good at long division, but wasn't good at short division. There was. I was a, good at the Atlantic division. You would say there wasn't a remainder in your brain after doing long division for short division? Yeah. Not much remaining. <laughs> yeah. thousand percent. Wow. That's also a, th- a thing I say on the podcast a lot is a hundred percent. I never say, you know what? Yeah, that's that's eighty percent, hundred percent. So it's usually hundred percent for me. Sometimes a thousand percent. For me, it's gonna be sixty-seven percent. Yeah, so that sounds about right. Did you get a chance to go outside? We we're talking about how nice it is. Did you did you did you submerge yourself in the outsideness? I I would say I guess I unintentionally submerged myself. You left your apartment and realized that you were outside without knowing. I went to get a package that was on our stoop. And I was like, wow, it's really nice. Cause I, I just, you know, I'll wear like shorts and a t-shirt and usually I'll be like, brace myself for the cold for two seconds. Whenever I do this, we're getting brace a lot yourself. of big apple. We're getting a lot of big apple box deliveries right now. We got some stuff coming up. So I've been every few days, I've been like coming out to get stuff from the stoop and usually it's cold. And I'm like that guy wearing t-shirt and shorts outside, but I'm outside for 10 seconds. So I figure I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a whole to do to just go outside. But this time I went outside and I was like, wow, this is actually the right clothing. Stoop kids afraid to leave is stoop. You thought you had to brace yourself for the outside. The brazer back said, no way, Jose. It's beautiful outside. I went outside for a nice long walk. It's like everyone was outside. I never see more people out and about. You love to see it, the community. People love the sun. Sun Yat Sen. Sun Kim. Sun, Sicilian uh, sun. Sun on Tottenham. Yeah, nice. It just it just shows people. We need this warm weather coming back. Your favorite holiday is coming up this Sunday. We'll probably talk I, about it next episode. It. I cannot wait. I this it's it's I can't wait for it to spring forward. The days are getting longer. We're recording and it's still nice out. Lance, we, we really we, we survived the storm. We survived the, the winter. Knock on carry wood. The thing is, though, this some this for trademark first nice day could sometimes be a false friend in the sense that right now it's nice, but then sometimes you get pushed back into to freezing. We'll, really, we'll get pushed back. We'll get pushed back. And it's also it's like it's a nice day when you're standing in the sun. If you go in the shade, it's cold. I li- I like those those kind of days when it's like we we we, we it, it scratched like like one degree over 60 degrees and everyone's like oh my god it's amazing which it is but you go in, into the shade it's it feels like it's 30 yeah you got to minimize your time in the shady areas you got to make sure they're slim slim shady shades of gray 49 hour. 67 shades of gray <laughs> <laughs> Matt gray best athlete in my high school that does sound like an athlete name oh yeah Absolutely. Guys juiced up. Uh, football? Football, basketball. Linebacker Born. or quarterback? Running back. Running back. Yeah. But he, he plays everything. What a body on that guy. Yeah. 
He's got he's got a body. Great body. Jesse the body Ventura. Sounds like if he teamed up with John Van Son high school, they would have been they would have been a killer team. JVS. Who was the guy who JVS, was JVS three? The third? Yeah. Wow. And who was the guy who was good at tackling when you guys would play uh oh Tony Peck? But he, Tony he was Peck, like he was like a he was like a peripheral figure. He, Tony he Peck join, and Matt Gray. He didn't join too too often. Gotcha. Tony Peck was not on the football team. Gotcha. He was more like a he's more like a Tony Hawk. Got it. Yeah. Wow. This is what you get with Brace Bits. You get the real great stuff. Welcome to another episode. Thanks for listening, as always. If you want more of us, you can check us out on patreon.com, where we have. We have bonus content. Sabinus, Sadrinus, Sardonus, Sabonus, Arvinus, Sabonus episodes. We get two off menu a month where we both take each other out to a nice restaurant. We observe the menu, analyze the different dishes. We have a wacky waiter. And then we do it as a bonus braised bits where we really, we, we let loose. We take off a button from our chef's whites a little bit. We breathe. We, we get canceled. Al Gore-Tex lingerie on the Patreon. And Canada Goose. Is loose. QAB. Exactly. Yeah. Patreon.com slash braised bits. Sign up. And, and we also, we would appreciate if the silent majority of Brazerbacks who haven't left the review, uh, if, if you have it in your heart, if you're the Grinch, you still have a heart. I think that was the moral, right? The Grinch was yeah. like, I hate Christmas, but I actually like it. That was the right. whole movie. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, you could leave a review. Please. Joy it Bay helps. Our, view it. Five star it up. Leave us a review and, and give us give some feedback. Let us know what you think. Remain. Yeah. I got some meal prep from last episode. Load me I, I listened back. You probably remember the whole time last episode, I was hating myself and saying this was a terrible top nine of top nine actors that I was having a real off episode. You were outmoded. I was totally outmoded. I still stand by that. It was a weaker episode, but it wasn't, it was definitely pretty funny at times. <laughs> I thought it was great. I thought it had. A, I thought it had a lot of great moments. I think sometimes when you get flustered, you might in, in you might personally not enjoy it. But it's. I think. I content. think it's. I think it's kind of funny. Exactly. When both yeah. of us get flustered, when when I had the the carton mask thing, the vaccine thing, I got fired up. I wasn't happy in the moment, but it makes for good pod fodder. Yeah, and when you were going off about how I didn't see the movies, you were like Mike Tyson punching me, and I was flustered, Douglas. <laughs> But actually, it should be the opposite because Fluster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But you got back up. You didn't get a 10 count. You got back up. You keep swinging. Swinging? You keep fighting. You can say swinging. I'm a swinger. I'm a swinger. John Favreau. Great movie. I've seen You've that. Seen it. Wow. Seen it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Now we're cooking with gas. Yeah. Nice. I like how they say baby a lot in, in that movie. They call it. Yeah, it's baby. a little weird. Should we start doing that on the pod? Call each other no, baby? I do remember, like I, well, I saw it a while ago now, but I feel like they, the way they approach trying to pursue women, it would be canceled now. I don't oh, remember yeah. anything. It just seemed aggressive at the time, like when I was watching it. So now I feel like it couldn't exist. Probably not. I don't remember specifically what they were I, doing. I don't remember either, but I just remember the vibe of Ben Affleck 
And I was like, I don't, this, I, I know this guy and it was creepy whenever I watched it 10 or 15 years ago. So. Ben Affleck was in Swingers? Yeah, it was him and John Favreau, right? Vince Vaughn and John Favreau. Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn. Vinny, Vinny Vince Vince. Vaughn. He was really good. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Was, yeah. Baby. They were calling Affleck in. Ben Waffleck. Ben Wacklack. Oh, man. We're really, really, really grooving. We're moving and grooving. I also wanted to shout out, I don't know if you saw this on the Bracebits Instagram, Zachary Snackery DM'd us an article about Charles Barkley. And Chuck, I missed yeah, it. He, Charles Barkley, lost weight. And he lost weight because he was afraid that he would not be able to be lifted up in the chair for the horror for his daughter's wedding. That is amazing. I did not see that. That is, <laughs> wait, is, did his daughter marry a Jew? I mean, I would, uh, I think you would, I, you, that's the, that's the, you have to there. assume that. Let's Chuck see. is the king of the knuckleheads. Oh, Charles, you're the king of the knuckleheads. He, he just sent me a screenshot for the, the article, but the title of it is Charles Barkley lost weight because he was worried about being lifted in a chair for the traditional Jewish horror at his daughter's wedding. That's hilarious. And then That's he says, very funny. listen, I need all Jewish people on deck. Chuck told, and then it cuts off. So I don't know what it says, but he's oh, he doing a listen there. Yes. He starts off with a listen. <laughs> listen, I need all the big fellas. That's funny. I mean, that, I mean, that deserves a listen. You need listen. people to listen up. Listen, I will say, I'm going to say this. I need everybody to, I need the strong men aboard. That's yeah. funny. It is a funny thing in the horror where, it seems like a rite of passage. Like you have to be like the strongest man to lift up the. And it's the always patriarch. the guys that want to be seen lifting them up. Also, like the guys who like jump and like run to to lift up the chairs. Like, all right, slow down, tough guy. We know you're thinking about this all day. Well, they can't slow down because it's part of the the Jewish combine. How fast could you run to the chair? It's it's part of the stats. Absolutely. I remember vividly at my bar mitzvah being lifted up. That was the last time I've been lifted up in the horror. First time, last time. Well, could get lifted up after I get married. Knock on Carrie Wood. But I remember being being a pretty scary experience. I, th- I, I thought of it, I was gonna get I was gonna fly off. I remember in the bar mitzvah, I thought I was gonna fly off, but for the wedding, you know, I'm I'm larger now. True. So you're not gonna fly off like when you're an adult, you're not gonna fly off because you're too heavy. But I think Charles it- Barkley was afraid that he, they just wouldn't be able to lift him up or sure. he would break the chair. That's tough. And then you got to do it back. You can't sit in the front. You can't like sit in a chair normal ways. You got to do the, the, like turning the chair around. And aren't you supposed to at your wedding be lifted up at the same time with your wife? Yeah. And you fold yep. like a napkin. Yeah. That's what I'd be, I'd be afraid of falling. You got one arm on it. Yeah. That's all right. Well, you won't fall. Taco you, fall. True. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was probably the best part of you remember I do. I, I was boxed out from, from lifting you up. I wasn't one of the most strong men. I guess yeah. Bassam, Bassam rushed to lift you. Bassam's beginning. Now that comedy's back, we, comedy's back. You're coming back. It's coming back. He's, he's, he's getting, he's getting thirsty for some spots. Already? Back. Yeah. Already. <laughs> oh man. Jeez Louise. Take it easy. Slow down. We're not, it's not, we had one nice day. We had one nice day. <laughs> Holy mackerel. I've seen, I don't know if this is good for Podfather. I don't, I don't know any specifics, but there's a lot of like 
uh, on Facebook, comics like trying to yell at other comics about doing shows and there's people doing it with COVID. It's, it's, a, it's a wild, wild west. Yeah, there. I'm vaguely seeing that, but I, I could care less at this point. Pay less. Yeah. What are they going to say when comedy opens that you shouldn't do comedy? If you follow the rules of the state? I don't know. I think, I think it's more about people who, who've been doing it this whole time and have been spreading COVID. And the illegal shows and the underground stuff. I'm Subscribe underground. to our Patreon. You know, <laughs> that's that's that. We'll start naming names and calling out people in the Patreon. That's that's what you I want because I don't know anything. I don't know it either. I'm gonna be doing shows <laughs> when it's indoors and legal. Same. I'd love to. Yeah. But meanwhile, want to do some highlights? I'll, I'll dip in. Let's let's fully submerge in smile. You can lead off. I'll lead off. I got a couple of, I got a hodgepodge, Merrill, Merrill Hodge. Remember, remember Merrill Hodge? He, he stopped? I'm not sure. I haven't seen him since the 70s, but I assume he's still around. This guy's got a good body. I thought I got a hodgepodge of highlights. First thing, I had a great meal with my parental units. As you had a parental unit high, uh, meal last week, yeah. I, I, I was inspired. What do, you call, what do you call two parental units? Uh, uni, my parental uni. I think you call two parental units annoying to be at a dinner with. Oh, not my parental units. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> two parental units together and oh. just you. <laughs> like, so you're talking about four parents. Yeah, and then you. So it's like your parents and my parents went out with me to dinner. Yes. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> All right. Meet the parents. Meet the parents. Your dad talking about shrimp franchise heroes yeah that'd be well my parental units came to a story we had a nice greek meal um it was just delicious something about it it was we had fresh grilled octopus it was divine adam we had this thing called nona salad that they have specialty at this greek restaurant telly staverna where it's like it's like a greek salad but with a with some dill in it it's got no tomatoes it's finely chopped it's like a modern spin on a Greek salad. Fantastic. We got the dips. Got to get the dips. You dip, I dip, we dip. And then I had some grilled fresh shrimp as a main main dish. But then the, the, the sweet cherry on top wasn't a cherry. On, we, they asked if you wanted dessert. We said no. But they're like, you know, we have something to offer on the house. Never seen this before. They come out on the house, a plate of fresh Zeppelis. Oh wow! Homemade zeppelis, no powder. It was like a sweet version. It had like a syrup on top. Warm, fresh zeppelis. Yummy, yummy in my tummy lands. You can't beat it. An, an unbelievable meal. Led zeppeli. <laughs> That's the chicken contender right there. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that is. That is. I will say it's good. What do I have to, what could I say to that other than incredible? It's Telly's Taverna I've been to, and yeah. it was one of my favorite meals that I've had in New York probably ever. And I recommend it. Now that I have a car, I could go, I feel like you could go to a story on the subway, of course, but I feel like, it, you know, last stop, if you're not. Zip on over. I'll, I'll zip. Zip on over. We'll pop over, get some, some pita in our, in our bread. I'll zip Lee over. Let Zipley right on over. Yeah. 
the other small little parts of my, my highlights, I watched two uh, documentaries. Uh, one of the, the Billie Eilish music documentary it was on Apple TV. I thought it was very fascinating. I, I like Billie Eilish's music. I'm not like a diehard fan, but it was really cool. A lot of like home footage. And I, and I didn't know they recorded her like latest album in her like childhood bedroom. It was like just fascinating. Her brother produced it and it's like just really raw and homemade and like it's not in like a soundproof room. It was just very inspiring. It won the, the album, won Grammys and uh, just showed like you can you can make something very special and you don't have to be in a fancy studio. I mean, look at us. We're, we're in our homemade pod kitchen. We're brazing. We're, we're, we're DUIing it. We got no producer. DUI. <laughs> we're, 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 we're getting a DUI. I'm I'm under the influence. We know we're DUI it. Yeah. I'm under the influence of bits. Always. <laughs> Pull me over. DIY. I'm impaired and I'm in Appled. Exactly. Bluetooth me up. Sabretooth. And the other I, I watched the Biggie Smalls documentary on Netflix. Notorious B.I.G. Another inspiring uh documentary. And I I'm also like, I was like a peripheral Fran, Fran, Francesa, Biggie Smalls. Fran Franchilla. Fran Franchilla. Like another Merrill Hodgepodge. Yeah, he's a March Madness guy. Yeah. on People on, teamed on the bubble. But it was just, it was interesting. There was a, a guy in the Biggie Smalls documentary that's like a, there's a lot of things about it that I didn't know about him. Biggie Smalls is like a big fan of uh, country music. He like loved, loved jazz. He was friends with a jazz musician. And this jazz musician who, who he was friends with compared his like, rapping style to these jazz riffs which made him like very unique and he articulated it in such a creative way it'd be like this is what made Biggie Smalls special is that his like flow of rapping and was was unlike anything else during the time and it was it, it just like the way they were able to show what made him special really blew my mind highly recommend it and then a foreshadowing I tried to watch some other things and but ended up being QAB but I want to don't want uh -oh. to <laughs> We'll see, but it's more about me being QAB. But I couldn't, I, I couldn't get into him. But I'll save it. Sopranos. I, I'm a big Sopranos fan. The Gabagoo dolls. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I thought of this idea that it should be like a sketch. Uh, it's like the song Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls, but it's like by the Gabagoo Goo Dolls. And We're then just... it's like uh, something with like prosciutto, and then at the end, it's like what what's the the hook it's like i just want you to know who i am something like that right and instead of am it's ham <laughs> and then you just do like lyrics about prosciutto that's a dream it's yeah. a dream sketch yeah just get pounds and pounds of prosciutto for the for the shoot <laughs> yeah prosciutto shoot prosciutto is on fire <laughs> raise the prosciutto that's good. Billie Eilish makes me feel old because I don't really, I hear music and I'm like, I don't, this is the youth. I can't connect to it in any way. Interesting. She's got yeah. very emotional. She talks about her in her latest album, the album that she made in her bedroom about anxiety and depression. You've you yeah. heard bad guy, right? Yeah, but I just, really I don't, bad, I don't get it. I don't get it. You don't think it's a jam? Does it make you vibe out? Not at all. So I could be critical here, but I'm just going to say that I don't know her. I don't know the whole thing. So I'm just going to say I don't get it. I'm too old. It makes me feel old. Okay. And then I I, I think I'm going to I'm gonna watch the Biggie documentary, I think. I watched, um, it came out 
a movie, another movie I actually did watch, Notorious. You remember that came out? Like, I watched that, yeah. I guess, I don't know, what, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, maybe? Yeah, I love that. I remember liking that movie a lot. It's interesting. The documentary leaves out a lot of, like, a lot of holes in the story. They don't talk about Lil' Kim at all for some reason, but they, like, they, cho- they pick and chose how to paint Biggie Smalls, but it was, it was fascinating. You're fascinating. Thank you. You're welcome. My highlight, I didn't really have much of a highlight, I got to say. I did small highlight. I did a Zoom show on Friday, which was fun. I tried out a bunch of jokes that I think I'm going to do. At least I know some will be clearly there's there's something there for a bunch. Uh, I also want to shout out that top Razorbacks, we'll call them the Kansas City Stars. They're from Kansas City. Uh, attended the Zoom show and... Um, one of the Kansas city stars, she, um, store, I put on her story like that the show and me, and then said on the story, Bray's on. Oh man. Yeah. Makes me want to, makes me want to cry. Yeah. It was beautiful. Bray's on Kansas city stars. <laughs> yeah. Bray's on. How was the, the zoom show? Was it people unmuted? Was it, it was, was it awkward? I haven't done one. I actually did one a few weeks ago. That was really fun. It was uh, Dan Frigolette and it wasn't like, it was a panel show and then there was no audience. Like there was audience, but like you were just can't see him, you can't see him or anything. And that was actually really fun because you didn't have that ex- thing. This audience was mostly on mute, but there were enough people who were laughing that it felt like I could tell, I could tell when things were good, and I could tell when things weren't good, nice. which, is, which is better than, yeah, than not. And then on Saturday, I had, I didn't like have any plans, and I said, oh, I wonder what I'm gonna do to to fill my day. Kind of like the first free day I've had in a long time because we were moving and just have had a lot of stuff, and you know things have, have piled up. But I ended up having what I'm gonna call just like a super adult day. And it was actually very satisfying. I did my taxes and my taxes are kind of complicated because I have a bunch of different things um, like tours and comedy and I do like freelance editing and then some other stuff. So it's like kind of complicated. Freelance. To, yeah, it's kind of like complicated to put them all in, all in it. Like I have, you know, kind of normal insured job stuff and then I have other stuff and it's just a kind of a nightmare to do so it took me several hours but I did it um and that was that was good that was a, a relief a relief goosen nice then I did my laundry which I had been meaning to do you can't now, put laundry on your highlights you can't you can't oh, no. that can't be a highlight well it's not the <laughs> it's not the highlight at all but it's part of the highlight and this new laundromat is good it's yeah, like that, that's true. New laundromat experience. It's, um, it's clean. It's like very not that many people in there, which is actually getting me a little bit nervous. Oh. Because if there's never any people in there, then are they doing? Are you all going right? at off times? Yeah, I mean, I went. I went on Saturday at I guess ten or eleven a.m. I don't know if yeah, that's people off are or sleep, not. People are sleeping. People yeah. are people sleeping in. Went to Trader Joe's. Went to a, a store by us called Caputo's Fine Foods, which has like. Uh, mozzarella handmade pastas things like that got some got some you know gabagoo some gabagoo yep some pancetta roll piece then we got chair so we got this table that i think i talked about 
on a previous episode, but we didn't have chairs and we got a bunch of chairs and they got delivered and they came with so much, the, the packaging, I guess they wanted to make sure that nothing got damaged, but the packaging was like insane. It was these giant cardboard boxes and then all this styrofoam and where we live now, it's not like Manhattan. Like we have to like break down the cardboard and put it in nicely and make sure otherwise we're going to get fined and it's on us. It's not like, you know, a lawless wasteland. And I, so I had to like break down all these boxes and, and put them in like properly. And it took me like two hours and it was a great workout. Breaking down cardboard is a good workout. Yeah. Maybe this could be kind of, would you say box karma for your, you were trashing boxes a little while ago. Then in big box came, comes around town and wanted to really show you what's up. Like you, you're trying to break down boxes. You're going to have to break us down physically now. Don't try to put me in a box. I'm just trying to label you, label your box and break it down freestyle biggie small style i don't like it <laughs> I, but it is i like saying like oh, i gotta go break down a couple of boxes you feel like a real, real tough guy yeah I'm a tough guy what'd you do saturday oh, i just broke down some boxes. <laughs> it took a long time sure. and then and then i made pizza and it was the best pizza making i've had wow brooklyn the dough brooklyn. is different in brooklyn yeah first time okay, different different flour Second time making pizza here, but I used different flour and it was, it made a huge difference. Very nice. Organic. Organic flour? Yeah. That's, that is the difference. Have you found, have you been able to compare this kitchen to your old kitchen? It's better. That's bad. That's, that's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Our old kitchen wasn't bad. I mean, it was tiny and this kitchen mm-hmm. is not the, it's the smallest part of the apartment. Like, I feel like some of these types of apartments have big kitchens. This kitchen is small, but it, it we don't need it to be. I'd, I like the setup. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful mind. In our kitchen, there's actually a lot of opportunities to just have some small bites. There's not really, there's not really opportunity to kind of mill around in the kitchen. There's opportunity to mill around elsewhere. I love to mill around. Would, could, you're not a big drinker, but could you make any cocktails in your kitchen? We could definitely make some cocktails. And we could make the cocktails in the kitchen. And then in kind of this main room, we could have people mingling and talking almost like a cocktail hour. We got some breeze beats. We got some breeze beats. They're coming in hot, so ready on our bits. Mm, hey, Lancey. Oh, boy back do we lose do we lose it all i have no idea it says it's still recording what do we I feel, do i feel like i feel like we just keep going and see no okay it, it, it just froze I mean, on my end i, I, I mean stay it, on. okay i mean i could i could exit now and see if it did and then start again but i think we just do it i think it's i think it's good i trust it gotta go with the momentum yeah, we had that. We had a whole cocktail hour riff going. We had a whole cocktail hour riff, and then my internet froze. Oh, that was the internet. Yeah. That well, was, I, that's what we froze. Got, yeah, the internet was the thing that froze. Got it. I thought you got, you thought you got pulled over for the DUI, but I, I'm all I'm all amped up. I feel like we just had a matrimonial ceremony. I feel like we really spilled our hearts out to each other. Did our vows? Our vowels. Yeah, I'm more of a consonant guy, but we, but I, I think we just said our vowels. A E I O U. Sometimes I, why? I owe you a top nine. 
<laughs> and I'm, I'm coming for it. Pay up, Lance. Let's do our top nine favorite items from that <laughs> wedding cocktail. cocktail hour. Wow. We got there. Finally got there. This is an exciting one. I haven't this been to a, a wedding one. since the 80s. You floated it, and I said, I'm surprised. I was kind of surprised we haven't, we didn't do it yet. Yeah. We've, we've had like top nine hors d'oeuvres, top nine appetizers, top nine. So we've gone around it, but this is as a specific one that I think will be interesting. Yeah. And it's shocking that we're six, two thirds of the way to 100 episodes, and this is what we're doing. Cocktail, cocktail hours, obviously. I think our frame of reference is Northeast weddings, Jewish from like a starting point, but I guess all Northeast weddings I'm going mostly my list is because there's different, there's different varieties of cocktail hours. We'll get into it, right? There's past apps. Then there's ones that go out with the stations. Sure. There's ones that do both past apps and stations. There's some that have station wagons. Some that just have wagons. Some just have never been to a wedding where there's a bunch of wagons that have appetizers on board <laughs> never neither have i all right well with that note i think we should start the top nine let's do it let's jump into it you want to lead off yeah i'll stuff my face and <laughs> i'll start by saying my number nine which is stuffed mushrooms nice a stuffed shroom Stuffed shroom, I feel like you could have it in two forms. It's versatile, which makes it a good cocktail hour item. You could have it as a past app, but it could also be in like an Italian type station, which I appreciate. I don't really have stuffed mushrooms and I think they're kind of complicated. Maybe I'm just making this up, but to me, they seem like a food. I'm sure if you actually made them, it wouldn't be that hard, but to me, they seem complicated and intimidating. So I've never made them. And I don't want to get them as prepared food because I feel like you're getting ripped off. So weddings is really, events is really when I have these stuffed mushrooms and I eat it and I say, this is a great idea. It's a mushroom, which is delicious, but then it's also some other stuff. Exactly. Stuff, ED. Exactly. And contrary to its name, whenever I have one, I'm not stuffed. I want more. It's a perfect thing that, that fall. I don't have it on my list, but it it falls into the category of what made up my list is that, it's a light item, but it's still delicious. You want you wanted the cocktail hour, something light, something finger food, something easy to pop in your mouth that is delicious, but you don't want it to feel gross after. You got to move and groove at the reception. That you got to start dancing later. You got to be mingling. You want to be lighting your feet. Stuffed mushroom. It's fantastic. It's a light bite. It's a light bite. My number eight is... And, oh, quick question. Are all these that are going to be in your top nine, were these at... Your cocktail hour? Because I didn't. I didn't go. No, I'll, uh, I'll. Should I talk about my cocktail hour? Sure. It I was something I was very passionate about because, in my opinion, the actual sit-down meal doesn't really matter because nobody cares. Everyone's focused on like either getting drunk or dancing or whatever. Cocktail hours. It really defines the uh, when you walk in there. You're like, all right, you know what you're getting into. Is this going to be what like what level of wedding we're, we're walking into? Yeah. So we had a bunch of past apps and I honestly don't remember. We had like a chicken and waffle thing, a fried chicken and waffle thing. I remember we had like a meatball thing that was really good. And I don't really remember the rest 
and then but we for the stations we had i think two stations and they were like um we had a bunch of like i guess more and then we had a bunch more like jewish leaning app like past apps um and then for the stations we had uh, it was like lower east side because on the lower east side so we had a like empanadas um and i forget i think so this is what the reason i don't remember is because uh it was a whirlwind for you earth wind cocktail hour i hate it i personally didn't like because i couldn't eat anything every time i walked two seconds someone you know people feel like they have to talk to you so i was just talking to people i didn't really want to talk to and i was like oh this is gonna be the whole if this is gonna be the whole wedding i'm i mean i'm not gonna leave obviously but this is annoying just talking to people i'd kind of know you know basam you invited people you, you kind of know you, you I, I didn't you know me <laughs> you could have talked to me i could have it was a regret regret a world peace but regret you know talking freedom. to like these like sweaty people one of one of, one of my friends i would have been so sweaty. one of my parents friends uh, like like you know i've known for a while but kate hasn't you know she's met some like she's met most of these people but not all of them and she was just like who's this really sweaty guy oh man <laughs> so, yeah. um you don't want to be that guy i feel like no. i've been that guy a couple of times you don't want to be the sweaty one no but then once once the reset the after the cocktail hour it was amazing it was a lot of fun there you go and i i, I let loose yeah i, I had fun that's that's, that's, that's You'll great have to see it and then our that's other great. our other one was like um it was like dumplings and chinese stuff nice it was all kind of you know the lower east side but so i wanted it to be that and then just wanted it to be like a lot of a lot of options like that the food was probably in terms of like things that we cared about and like put our money towards was food and we had a band so food and and band that's great and then we put like the photos was like the thing we didn't didn't spend money on which i feel like a lot of people do but we were like, we were there and we have a bunch of great photos and also people, everyone takes pictures with their phones. Right. You want to enjoy the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't want to be one of those weddings where we're like not there because we're taking pictures. Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't really get that when people, especially during the cocktail hour, I feel like if you have a photographer, people leave the cocktail hour to take, take yeah. those pictures. I and think people, I, it's not for me, but I see why people want to do it because people have these elaborate, like when I was at my parents this or two weekends ago, my mom took out her parents' wedding album and it was mm-hmm. like these beautiful pictures. And clearly, I mean, I don't know, but it seemed like they, you know, probably pictures were important. And, sure. you know, so in terms of that and memory, like you have the memory, but if you really go out in the pictures, you have, you know, that'll be sure. what's, what's remembered. But as actually Eric Seidel said, and I tried to do this as a bit, but it didn't really work is, you know, everyone's asking if you're going to like, do a wedding diet and get in good shape and all that. He said, you should do the opposite and you should let yourself go because when you look back on the album, they'll say, wow, you looked like shit. And now you look great. That's, that's great. I don't usually compliment Seidel, but that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. Freddie G, I think actually did that. Freddie G, uh, he, he has got bits. Yeah, I was at my wedding and I didn't look good. And now I, I lost weight. Yeah. That's pretty much his bit. He looked like a gorilla Godzilla on top of Empire State Building and his wife was like I haven't seen Freddie G. I miss that guy. Do I? I think I'd miss I miss him and then I'd see him for a few minutes and then I'd be like, all right, I'm good. I think that's gonna be my response, my reaction to most comedians. 
Oh yeah. When I when you see him again, like, oh, I missed this, and you're like, no, nah, I didn't. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my number eight is vague, but I skewers don't skewer me, but I love a skewer on a large toothpick. Give me that skewer. Could be a kebab, but skewers it's, you know, it's all the meat and I'll just take a chicken skewer, maybe like a Thai peanut chicken skewer. I feel like it's coming to mind and just give me that. I'll dip my mouth into it. I'm getting that meat in and it's just a very eatable food. You could walk around with it. You say, I got a skewer. You could use it to wave someone over. You could use it to really land a harsh burn from the top rope. If you skewer, skewer somebody. somebody. Yeah. Kebab Woodward. That's fantastic. That's a fantastic one. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's political. It's presidential. I'm going to, I'm going to hold my feedback because I've, I've got a variation of that pretty high up on the top rope. Wow. Well, look forward to Bernstein. <laughs> Skewer me. That was number eight. My number seven is spring rolls. Give me oh, a wow. vegetable spring roll and I'll be happy. Talking about light bites, you get that crunch, you get that veggie. I feel like you could have a lot of them and you don't feel guilty. I feel like a lot of spring rolls and cocktail or forum come with like some sort of dipping, maybe like a, a, like a sesame, yeah, like kind of glazy sauce and you, you do that. I always love when you have the, the spring roll and then the person is like, do you want to, to give you the dip too? And you got to grab a napkin. And you're like, oh, you're yeah. waiting while you dip. And you're like, oh, can I double dip? You can't double Some, dip. Sometimes I just don't do it if I got too much stuff. I'm a huge, I've had to learn recently that you can't have, one actually, one benefit actually of not really drinking is that I, when you're, if you don't have a table, the table's huge, obviously, but if you're at a cocktail and you don't have a table, you have a plate in one hand and a drink in the other. What are you? You're in a dilemma. Jake's dilemma. Dilemma. So you're, you're getting right, right. You usually uh, usually putting it down at a table that you're not sitting down. But like, do you mind if I put this down here while I stuff my face? It's such a dilemma, Watson. I feel like you need uh, <laughs> Hermione Granger type spell to get out of the issue. Thousand percent, Danny Granger. Deshaun so, Watson. So I usually. I usually now just go for the plate. It's an and they'll be like, I can't have a drink because I'm, I'm eating all this food. Right. Usually the bar at a cocktail hour is where like most of the action's at, oh, especially yeah. if it's like a, if it's, if it's an open bar, people are, people are trying to load up. Get people fully trying loaded. to load up no matter what. People are loading up. Everywhere. Herbie fully loaded. Herbie Hancock. Cock. That was number seven. <laughs> Speaking of jizz, my number nine, not jizz. Why did I say that? I, I, I didn't know right. like this. I meant juice because my number nine is fresh fruit. I, I, I go nuts for some fresh fruit at a cocktail hour. It's my number nine. It's, it's, it's not high up there. But if I see a nice array of colorful fruit, especially after like a long reception where you're sitting there and they're going on and about, about how much you love each other. And I hate that. The, the, the pasture, the, the milk is pasteurized. Everyone's getting creamed. 
if I see some see some fruit, Wait, I'm, like, I'm gonna. <laughs> the milk is pasteurized. Non-pasteurized milk. Isn't that what they do at weddings? The pasture. Oh, like the the uh, the Christian guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, what? That's what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not kosher. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. But I usually like you're going into the cocktail hour a little famished, a little depleted. You need some energy. I go straight to the fruit. That's my first plate. I'm going to get some quick energy out of some cantaloupe, some pineapple, some berries. You go to there, you go there first because you know, no one's touched it yet. You know, it's fresh. It's, it's freshly sliced and diced. It'll, it gives you a nice uh, first layer in your tum tum. So you're not over, overly stuffed and everyone's like, Oh, look, he's being, he's being somewhat healthy. He's having some fruit. It's my number nine fresh fruit. I've never gone for a fresh fruit. I think when I was little, and by little, I mean up until like three years ago, I, I saw fresh fruit and I was like, I'm not, I'm, this isn't for me. I appreciate a good fresh fruit. But now I'm like, I could get this anywhere. So why would I waste my time? Fruit's expensive. Is it? Pineapples? Berries? I'm not getting, I'm not getting pineapples. I'm getting berries. Trader Joe's got good prices. All right. I appreciate a good fresh fruit platter. I can't, I go nuts about it, especially when it's like creatively uh, positioned and laid out there. I appreciate that. So you would say this is like kind of like a fantasy of yours with Matthew Berry. <laughs> thousand percent. That's, that's, I'll draft that number one pick overall. But that was my number nine. My number eight, my number nine through seven are pretty simple, but they're, I think they're go tos. It's number eight is this, the charcuterie board. Charcucci. Yeah. Coochie, coochie, coo. Anthony I'm a big Char- baby. Charcuter- Scara charcuterie. Scara yeah, that, That's pretty bad. <laughs> Scaramucci. I'm going, that's usually on my first plate as well. Give me a couple pieces of gabagoo. Give me some pepper jack cheese, some pep- pecorino romano, Alyssa romano. Jeremiah. Let me get some Jeremiah Watkins. I love a cheese board. I love charcuterie. It's light. It's finger food. It doesn't take up a lot of room on your plate. Easy to pop, easy to have it while you're having a conversation. Yeah, number eight. What more can you say? It's our charcuterie. It's good. I sometimes I don't know what to. I kind of like don't know what to do. It's like how much should I take? Obviously, that's you the, can't. I mean, that's the whole game of cocktail hour in general. How you much can't be take? touching things? Like how large is the board? So I, I kind of get a little bit, a little bit anxious. I won't lie. It's tough when but, you have to cut. Your own cheese. And I'm not talking about farting. I know. So I, I, I know what I'm saying. I mean, I always got to cut my own cheese no matter where yeah. I go. But yeah. also cutting the cheese of the charcuterie. Yeah, it's it's tough and it's it's Andrew Dicey Clay. Dicey on the cheese. There's too much anxiety around it for me. I much prefer a charcuterie board uh, chez moi at home or chez toi at your house. I'm waiting for that invite for the charcuterie board. Open invite. Telly Staverna you for see, a uh, post Chakuchi. You follow uh, Jared Freed. I do. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. The he, board he, lord. Yeah, I love that. It's, yeah. He reviews charcuterie boards. It's good. It's a good, uh, a good niche. It's a good shtick. Yeah, yeah, shtick. That's that's what that's the right word. That's my number eight. My number seven. Another simple one, but I'm a sucker for a good slider. Gosh dang it! Not a curveball. Not a meatball, but a slider. It could be a meatball slider. Optimally, ideally, 
DUI, give me a cheeseburger slider. I've gone to a couple of weddings where there's actually like a cheese, like a slider station where there's a guy with a grill and he's making them to like to order. Where you're like, but you don't mean it's cheese, no cheese, ketchup. There's like a nice, there's like pickles and like the the toppings, which is it's, it's a nice touch, but it's not necessary. Give me a platter of sliders. I'm gonna knock it out of the ballpark. Number seven sliders. Yeah, you give me a sliders, and I'm not gonna strike out. No way. Or I, might, I might strike out everyone else because they're gonna whiff on the sliders because I ate them all. That's the good stuff. Yeah, and I that's, feel like that's one of the few like it's 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 light, but it's like that's something that'll that'll fill you up if you're really hungry. I'm looking for a combination of things at a wedding cocktail hour. I'm looking for things that are light because I don't feel guilty and if I could eat a lot. But I'm also looking for things that are substantial because I'm not counting on the sit down dinner. Right. That is something I realized that's just annoying about weddings is that you have to have a nice sit down and you know, you can do whatever you want, obviously, but it seems that you shouldn't, you should respect the sit down dinner and have options that are respectable and that aren't, that are, you know, that are a baseline good. But to me, it's not something that people care about. Or maybe I just personally don't care about it. I think it's more of our age right now. I think because probably I think, the- I think when I, yeah, I do agree, but I just feel like at a cocktail hour, there's so many eating options. I feel like it's just way, you're a fool. If you, if you prioritize the sit down over the cocktail. I don't think it's a priority thing. I think sometimes it's older people. The cocktail hour is a young man's game. You're, you're fighting. Scrapping I guess you gotta, you gotta be on your feet. Yeah. Be on your feet. You want to get a table first. I feel like the older people are looking for a table. And then it's like, once you have a table, are you going to go up and get a slider? I might lose a table. But when at the sit down, it's like, you're guaranteed to have a meal. You're not doing as much dancing. So you got to do both. It's the best of both worlds. Yeah. It's the, it's the old model of employment versus the gig economy. Sure. It's true. And you got to be on your feet. You got to be zooming around on your electric bike, getting every station, getting snatching down all the past apps going from here to there, different areas of the city. Apps, applications. And it's because the older people already have it. They already have all the, it's all taken care of. We're trying to find our own seat at the table. We're trying to make our own way. And not under the influence. No DUIs. <laughs> no DUIs. That's my number seven. Sliders. Sliders were my number five. Did I say that? You did not. Yeah. Bingo, bingo. And my number six is oysters. Uh, you just suck down some oysters. <sighs> Delicious. I, I was thinking about it having oysters because that's what I got. I, but I, I don't think I've been to a wedding that had oysters that I can remember. I've been to two. One was in Rhode Island, which kind of makes sense. I think it was in Newport. No, no, it wasn't in Rhode Island. It was in Cape Cod. It was in Cape Cod. And they had oysters. And that's, you know, classic oyster destination. Yeah. And then another one I went to in the city, actually, it was the last wedding I went to before the shutdown. It was in January of last year. And it was a very nice wedding. And they had, they had a raw bar. Oh, man. That's special. Yeah. And... The thing about oysters at weddings is I see it and I'm like, I got to take advantage of this. Number one, I don't have, I'm not, I don't have oysters. Kate doesn't have oysters. She's allergic to shellfish. Although she thinks she's going to try an oyster because the allergy is, it's, it's kind of unclear as to what exactly the allergy is. So she's going to start trying to eliminate some stuff. Ooh, adventurous. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't have them that often. And when they're there, I'm obviously going to take advantage of it. The thing and is when they're on the house, how the, often do you get thing, to have on the house? Yeah. Oysters? The thing is like this one, I said, I had some at the end and they're like, not as chilled. Yeah. You don't want, you don't, you don't want, want that. that. And you also at the, I think at the Cape Cod one, you know, they went pretty quickly because everyone wanted oysters. So it's great, but there's some execution difficulties and obviously they're not at a lot of weddings because they're expensive and they're just, they're just difficult. Cape Cod Phillips. You got to have like a your personalized shucker. It's a lot of work to shuck, especially if you keep them fresh. Yeah. Always a raw, raw bar. Makes you want to go raw dog. Raw dog comedy album. Nice. Slum dog, raw dog millionaire. Yeah. And your number five was sliders. Yes. So that was a double play. We're coming back my way. I got number my four. No- That's number- numbers, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was a curveball, uh, curveball to a knuckleball, knuckle sandwich. You just slamming the mouth to a slider. Right. My number four is tuna tartare. Holy mackerel, Lancey. My number four is tuna tartare. Oh yeah. You kidding me? You're the same number four. This is why we have a podcast. The Braze Bits. Wait, that's what it's called? Yeah. I'll, I'll, it's, it's your number four, but I'm excited about it. I feel like I've seen it increasingly in like a waffle cone. Had that, I wrote that down. And it's, it's a, a new, perfect new thing. It's a, it's a new thing and it's a perfect vehicle. It's a perfect vessel for the, the tuna tartare. Throw it in at David Cohn. You could, you could fork it out of there and then take a couple of bites. It's a great vehicle. Coney it's Island. going fast. It's a wonder wheel. It's really going fast. It's going fast. It's going furious. Raw tuna, tough to beat. It's one of the top foods out there. And you get it in a tartare form. I don't even know what tartare is, but it's just delicious. Tartare Binks. It's, it's out of this world. It's Star Wars. I'm very happy that I got into to raw tuna probably like seven years ago but i i was i'm afraid of tuna fish i'm still anti-tuna fish but i then cast a, a wide net over tuna i mean not like in tuna but i pushed through that and i started having raw tuna and it's like you said it's special it, it's the special one and it's def- definitely a delicacy at a, a cocktail hour i think like those usually go quick oh, those yeah. usually past apps that's a past app situation i went to this one wedding i think i actually talked about it on the pod maybe not but it was it was within the first few weeks of when we started the pod and it was actually the wedding i went to at the queen's museum oh nice and that you talked about a few episodes ago yep, and in my backyard it was a great wedding and this wasn't even an issue but like the way the cocktail hour happened they had past apps and they're coming out through the kitchen but it was kind of like a net it was like a what it was a a narrow but long space. Narrow but long. Bottleneck. Yeah. Didn't you like position yourself in the so you oh, like yeah. right I by positioned you. myself right at and everyone who did that got all the apps. And so like they they couldn't even get to like half of the uh half of the people. It's a young man's game. It's a young man's game. T- tuna tartar read. I was thinking of a tartar, but you you got there. 
Remember Barbar? That was like an elephant of something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. William Barbar. Wow. I had number four, Tuna Tartar. My number six, you mentioned it. It was at your wedding, cocktail hour. I, I, I always go nuts when I see it. It's mini chicken and waffles. I'm not a big, at a at brunch, it's a big thing now, or restaurants, like getting chicken and waffles. I don't love like a whole meal of chicken and waffles. I think it's too much. I'd rather just have chicken or just have waffles. But at weddings, when they have these mini, like little chicken fingers, pretty much on like a mini waffle, I think it's divine. Pop them in your mouth, maybe a little syrup on top. You get to experience like a nice bite of what a chicken and waffle, what they're going for. It's not overly heavy. It's light, but it's it's along the same lines of a slider where it's going to fill you up buttercup. Not, not, not talking Reese's, talking waffles and chicken. When you have a good chicken and waffles, it is Adam Devine, and I feel right at Anders' home. You're a workaholic. You're really good. you're getting after it, Blake. Lively, you're you're absolutely lively this episode. What was the Blake's last name? Did he have one, Blake Anderson? Is that the guy's name, or is that the who knows? I think that's his his real name. I'm not sure what his name in the episode is. Yeah, in, in the show or the episode, whatever you want. You could people get it. Sure. Where you're a workaholic. I am. I think chicken and waffles sometimes can run the risk of the grilled cheese tomato soup fallacy where the chicken is doing all the work, but you have a good waffle. The thing is waffles. I feel like you have to eat right away. I feel like if you let waffles linger, Jesse, linger waffle around with them. Yeah. You can't waffle around with them and they're, they're not going to be good after 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and the small chicken and waffle eliminates that issue. A thousand percent. But the waffle and the small chicken and waffle, I don't think is that good, but it provides a nice bed for the chicken to, to rest on. Could not agree more. Pitch perfect right there. Adam Devine. Wow. Now we're really firing. My number five, I've only seen it at maybe one wedding cocktail hour, but it knocked my, my socks off. Jack Sock, shout out to your brother. It's Peking Duck Wraps. I don't know if you've ever seen these. It's like a, a station almost for Peking Duck. You got a guy carving a duck, and then you have a station where you can assemble your own Peking Duck. There's some pre-made wraps, but you can also make your own wrap. You got the scallion, you got the cucumber, the hoisin sauce. I mean... What more can you say? If you like Peking Duck at a cocktail hour, I feel like it's perfect. Especially like when it's a mini one where you could, it's not too heavy. It's like maybe two to three bites. It's fresh. When you see a Peking Duck at a cocktail hour, you know this wedding is going to be pretty, pretty bananas. It's going to be forbidden in the Forbidden City. But when I see Peking Duck, at anywhere, I, I got a duck and cover because there's going to be an explosion of flavor in my mouth because Peking <laughs> duck is delicious. It is. I've never seen this at a wedding, but that sounds amazing. I think I've only seen it at one wedding and it was just, it was special. It, it's obviously, it's, a, it's an expensive item to, get, to, get, to have, a, to have a, a duck being carved up. You got to have multiple ducks. You know, you, you can't just have do a, one duck. You got to have a What's the group of ducks called? A quack? <laughs> quack Goldberg. Yeah. You go absolutely nuts. And my number four was two tar, two tar, tar, tuna tar, tar bites. 
put him on a put him in a cone, put him on a tostada, give it give it to me raw dog, tuna tartar. It's hard to beat. Yeah, Hashim to beat. I'll just go. I'm not gonna provide any feedback or an analysis. <clears throat> My number three is lobster tails. Wow. This wedding that I went to in January at Cape Cod Razor? No, the other one in the city had this raw bar and they had lobster tails and it was very funny. So this was one of Kate's, this was one of Kate's cousins. And I guess there's a lot of her, she has a lot of cousins. Um, Demarcus. Yeah. Her mom was one of seven siblings and they all had, you know, a bunch of kids. So it's like, I mean, I've been to a lot of the cousins weddings and um, I guess they're, they're mostly girl cousins there's a bunch of guy cousins but mostly girl and for whatever reputation i've gained for whatever for whatever reason i've gained a reputation of, of eating a lot being a big i don't nice. know why who, who would know why yeah and one of the other cousins like i think he might have felt guilty about like going nuts at the cocktail hour but he was like using me as like a buddy he was like lance they got this raw bar you're a good guy to, to, yeah. to, to pony up to a raw bar with yeah yeah so I had, I, I like played, like, I was like the guy who made it okay for him. But in the, at the end of the, the day, you made it okay for each other. Cause you don't want to be the one guy loading up as long as you have, you've got a partner to load up with. Exactly. And the lobster tails were delicious. Again, lobster tail is not something I have too often. And if it's there, I'm going to obviously take the opportunity. I do think lobster tails at a wedding aren't as joyous as a lobster tail, maybe with the nice salty sea. Sure. Breeze, because I feel like you just gotta, I'm like, I got to take advantage of this lobster tail. I got to eat one and then I got to eat another. And again, with the thing with the oysters, like if I had some towards the end and they were definitely like, not as, you know, they were out for a little too long, I think. Sure. Which is no one's fault. It's not your fault. Goodwill hunting. It's not your fault, but you got to eat it up, especially the raw bar. Like, and it's, it's, it's hard to think about this in the moment, but they, they paid for this raw bar. You got to eat exactly. it up. You got to take oh, advantage I mean, of it. Up. Yeah, exactly. Because that's how I feel. What, what's going to happen when you go into the other room? It's just going to be sitting there. There's no raw bar. Right. And when am I ever going to have a chance? Whenever I encounter food that I don't have too often, I just assume it's the last time I'm ever, ever going to have it in my life. Right. And I'm like, I got to eat up because this is it. That's the way it should be. YOLO, be in the moment. It's not so much YOLO as it is. This is this is <coughs> this is my chance. One opportunity, my time to shine. Yes, that's my number three. My number two. This is a little bit a little bit different. We said top nine items at a cocktail hour. Mine is the will they. Number two is the will they or won't they. Kind of not couple at all. It's people. It's an item. Are they an item or are they not? <laughs> Wait, but at a wedding, are you saying that people come as a date and you're and you're like, no? Are these so people- to me, I'm thinking it's like, it, you know, the the groom and the bride, or you know, people getting married invite friends. Yeah, and I feel like oftentimes at a wedding there's two people who like know each other, maybe had a thing before, or maybe have always been interested in each other. I feel like this is especially true at like high school or college people's weddings. 
And I always like to observe this happen over the course of the wedding. It's Fascinating. great. I love it. And Will it they want me? It, it gives me great joy. And I feel like you could sense where things might go during the cocktail hour. I feel like that's usually when one of them makes the move. Absolutely. Of like, and then you kind of spark the fire. Spark the fire. Are they going to start dancing? That's when you start initiating. And then if it's going well, you start dancing and moving and grooving in the next step. Yeah. But you got to make that initial goodwill. It's got to, you really got to be firing all cylinders in the cocktail hour. Right. It's got to be Which is chemistry. Tough. It's tough. But I think it's, guys like us, we want to be, be firing all cylinders with the food. Exactly. And I've never been in a position <laughs> where I've done this or have needed to do this. I don't think, yeah. I think since I've met Kate, before I met Kate, I think I was at, I've been to, to one wedding maybe in my life. Yeah. But if I was in a position to do that, then yeah, I'd have to make a choice. I'd have to say, is it this person or the food? And it's I interesting because, yeah, I, I all of my friends got engaged during the pandemic. So I've got like a bunch of weddings coming up, mostly 2022, but I've got a couple of weddings in the near future. And it's something I've been thinking about also because I'm really the only single person out of most of my, my friend groups. I've got a lot of friends, friends all over the world. Thousands and thousands. I'm talking about the Brazerbacks. Those are my friends. But yeah, it's like, what, what, where's, where's your priority going to be? Getting lobster tail or getting a little tail? You know what I mean? I see what you did there. Yeah. Sonic knuckles yeah. and tails. Hedgehog. You gotta make, trying to get some hog. Yeah, you got to make some headway. And yeah. <laughs> Definitely try to make some headway. Oh, yeah. That was your number dose? That was my number two. And my number one, it's simple, but it's effective. It's consistent. It does the job and it does its job amazingly well. It's the crab cake. Wow. We didn't see that coming. Didn't see it coming, but the crab cake is perfect because it is a great cocktail or food. No matter the size, you could have a normal size crab cake. Although you probably don't have, maybe you have a smaller crab cake. And then it comes with that like remoulade dip usually. Remoulade. Mm-hmm. And you dip it in. You don't have to dip it in. If it's good crab cake, you don't even need it to be dipped in. It could be submerged if you want, but that's kind of weird. Sure. And I don't have like, I don't have crab too often. I don't think it's actually a good food for the value. If you have crab legs, it's different, but I feel like just crab in general, it's like, we're never, we're never having it. Kate's, you know, not, she's allergic to the shellfish and I wouldn't have, I don't think I would get it anyway. I feel like it's just a difficult food, but crab cake, that's another ballpark. And this is when I'm having crab cake and I'm getting my fill Jackson. I'm no Krabby Patty about that one. I, I just, it's not on my list. I feel like crab cakes are pretty hit or miss. Having a great crab cake is fantastic, but I feel like I've had, I've been burned by too many crab cakes. That's more cake than crab. It's like, like you've been chilled, but I don't mind if it's more cake than crab. I mean, I think it's, I think it's better when it's more crab, but I think, it's just that's the stuffed mushroom crab cake. Yeah, I don't need I don't need just cake. I I, I want all it's the crab cake. It's just like a nice breading. Yeah, it tastes like cake with, with no ice. Quit being drab and enjoy some crab. <laughs> I love me a crab cake, but I feel like and it's got to be. I don't want the cold crab cake. I want it to be. It's got to still be warm. Yeah, whenever it's a good one. It's whenever. I see cake, oh. comma, crab. I get excited and I dab. Wow, he, Lance is dabbed. 
subscribe to the Patreon. You want to see Lance do the first dab ever on Brace Bits. I think that was the first time I've personally ever dabbed. Strong dab. I don't good. didn't think I would be able to ever picture you dabbing. Strong dab. I was in the moment. Strong. It's my one shining moment. March Mad. Give me a March Madness montage. Sure. Dab Mata. Dad Mata. <laughs> Jeremiah Short. Yabba Dabba Do. Yippity Doo Da. It's a good. It's a good top nine. Did not see crab case coming. My number three. We talked about. You were talking skewers earlier. My number three is specifically chicken satay skewers. I think one of the most consistent cocktail hour items you can you can find. If you're at like a mediocre subpar cocktail hour, you're like, oh, I can't I can't find something that'll satiate me, that'll fill me up. <laughs> I just, you I just down. you at a, at a cocktail hour where you're like upset. You're like, I know this food is doing it for me. I don't know what I'm doing. Doing laps, <laughs> doing laps around each station, just like yelling at everybody, like, you're doing it all wrong. I you can't don't even have chicken fingies. <laughs> but then comes out through those double doors in the kitchen. Couple sometimes it's 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 past apps, sometimes it's sitting there. A chicken satay skewer. It's simple. It's easy. Give me some kind of sauce on top. Give me a dipping. It can go a lot of different ways. A mustard, a barbecue sauce, chicken satay skewer. It's there. It's, 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 it's consistent. And I'm, I'm always happy to see it. Number three. Ch- chicken satay some hill. Nice. Nice. Jason satatum. Yeah. What more can you say? Chicken what more sat- can you satay? Chicken satays bits. Nice. Chicken satays bits. <laughs> I, I, I think my favorite version is probably with the uh, the peanut, like a peanut oh, sauce. Oh, you got to get top. that peanut. Yeah. Yeah. My number two is sushi. You give me a sushi bar at a wedding. Another, just it's, 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 it's special. It doesn't have to be like high quality, high end sashimi, but you give me some California rolls, some spicy tuna rolls, tuna rolls, shrimp rolls, cucumber rolls. It's easy. It's easy to throw a couple on your plate. It'll fill you up. It's delicious. People know sushi. People people know what sushi is, right? It's my number two. I've heard of it. I didn't have it on my list, and I just like I feel like I don't see it that often at weddings. Even hmm. just going to the wrong weddings. I do remember at bar mitzvahs and i think this was actually mostly just because a lot of bar mitzvahs i went to were at my temple you know like the temple did a whole thing where they had like an event room like my bar my bar mitzvah was at our temple and they they offered sushi always in the cocktail hour so i feel like i associate sushi with bar mitzvahs more than i do weddings sure that makes sense and i also think i also think when you have sushi at a wedding i can't even remember seeing it but i feel like it goes fast oh yeah and it's like it, it's like it's like people going at the bar it's just like more it's like such a it's such a war to get it that after i get it i might i don't even know if this was worth it it's a war of attrition it's a war of wasabi it's a war of nutrition exactly and i'm going for that white rice but you're right it's a, it's a hot commodity. It goes quick. If there's like a guy rolling sushi, that's nice. But if they're coming out with platters, you got to hound the people coming oh, out yeah. the platter. It's going to be a hound dog. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Speaking of being a dog, I'm a dog for my number one. 
I'll go, I'll go to a junkyard and start ruffling around Mark Ruffalo. If I find these hanging around, my number one is bacon wrapped scallops or bacon wrapped, really anything bacon wrapped dates. But my number one is bacon wrapped scallops. I don't remember the first time I had it, but it, the first time I had bacon wrapped scallops, it blew my mind. I was like, how, do you, how did someone think of this? The just the combination of flavors, the fish and the salty and the bacon and the it's just and then when you have it, when it's a one little bite and, and you feel like, oh, that was delicious, but you don't feel like a grease ball because you only had one bite. It's a special delicacy at a cocktail hour that I, I hunt down. Milf Hunter, my number one bacon wrap scallops. Scallops to me, I don't have scallops. Scallops, we should do a top nine overrated foods. Scallops will be high up there for me. Wow. I don't do it for me. I don't enjoy them. I don't know why wow. they're so expensive. Keep them expensive because I don't want them. Maybe I, I usually, haven't had a good one, but I just I just think it's not I don't even know what it brings to the table other than it's like a fish. It certainly is a fish. I, I think it brings flavor to the table. I think it's 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 hard to mess up. I mean, no, it's hard, it's easy to mess up, is what I meant to say. Easy to overcook. It's got to be perfectly cooked with a nice crisp outside, but soft inside. When it's cooked perfectly, I think it's pretty pretty great. When you got a bacon wrap scallop, you know you're at a Jewish wedding. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but a bacon wrap like date that has like a stuff. I'll with, take it. Like, I'll take a bacon wrap date. The thing with the bacon wrap stuff is, I feel like the bacon is like it's not that it's mailed in, but it's like cocktail hour bacon. It's just not yeah. the same as bacon bacon. It's its own sure. genre of bacon. Sure. Kevin Bacon. Shake and bacon. Shake weights. Shake shake. Easy bake, easy bake oven. Yeah, easy bake oven. My sister had an easy bake oven. Who didn't? I mean, I didn't, I guess, but I guess I did because she had it, but it was hers. I, I don't think I ever used it. Wow. I thought those were pretty cool back in the day. Oh, yeah. Jason Day. Solid top nine. I think we did good. Solid top nine. You did good, Jesse. You did good. You did good. Appreciate Jay. it. I appreciate that. Phil Jackson comes in with his top nine predictions of your top nine. Phil Jackson, always eloquent. He delivers as he always does. Grab that net and catch that beautiful butterfly, pal. What do you like better, Christmas or wedding season? Yes, that answer would be um, wedding season. Bingo. <laughs> oh, Phil. Wait, hold on. Can you say that again? <laughs> Grab that net and catch that beautiful butterfly, pal. What do you like better, Christmas or wedding season? <laughs> okay. No, I, I didn't like get the a, reference. Is that a first. Wedding Crashers reference? I assume. Yeah. 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 I didn't I get didn't, it at first. But... I've seen Wedding Crashers, but I didn't get it either. But I was like, good for you, Phil. Hopefully, Jesse gets it. <laughs> I probably didn't deliver it with, with as much gusto. Sure. As you're supposed to, but that's, he knows, he knows my, he knows the, the, the personality he's writing for. So. Magusto. The most exciting aspect of the great tradition of marriage is in fact the cocktail hour. Bingo, Bill. (laughs) This is where the tone is set. And most importantly, guests orchestrate this delicious dance of stuffing face while mingling gleefully. Fox Channel 5 Glee. I'm singing your praises, Phil. Stuff me up. You're sure to catch Uncle Ned's kids snatching up an entire crab cake platter. 
<laughs> While Aunt Liz is trying to interrogate a young person who, quote, may never get married, end quote. Wow. Wow. What an event to cherish, Brazerbacks. <laughs> Speak to the people, Phil. He's speaking to the people. Without further ado, here's where Jesse is leaning while he's out there mixing it up. Wow. Lean on me, Phil. I love you. The signature or fancy cocktails available? Yeah, I was thinking about talking about drinks, but I, I thought we both agreed upon foods, but I'm, I'm definitely going after some beverages. Sushi station. Bingo number two, Phil. Ride me. Build your own pasta station. Not a big pasta guy. I think that's too, it's too filling. I like the suckers to go to the pasta station. That, that means more room at the, the other places. For I'm us. one of those suckers. I'll, I'll do a pasta station. I feel like I got to see what they got. They're making, oh, they're, I think it's a big ruse. I'm surprised. Surprised you fall I, for that. Oh, they're going to make homemade. They throw the pasta I re- in there. They, I got it. I, tomato I, sauce? You want I'm, tomato or you want vodka sauce? I'm a pasta boy. I, re- I, gotta, I just got to see what they're doing. You can make pasta seven days of the week. This, I know. You're just, anti-omelet bar, but you're pro-pasta station. That is hypocritical. That is insanity. Jeremy Lin sanity. I can't believe it. If I ever catch you at a, at a pasta station, I'm giving you a sideways slant. You'll, you'll catch me there. Catch me outside. Catch me if that? you can. How about that? <laughs> Sliders. Dang! From downtown. Cheese and charcuterie. God, this guy knows my body. Pigs in a blanket. Piggly Wigglies just did not make the cut. I feel like we, we've, we've talked about them way too much. They're insane. They're at a cocktail hour. I'm stuffing them down my gullet, but they're not top nine. Bonus, the ability to get out of any conversation by simply pointing to your empty drink and walking to the bar. That's fantastic. We probably could do like a top nine, like... Uh, we got to do top nine things about weddings. We should do that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's, that's fantastic. You're in a conversation like, Oh, I'm a, I, I see a past app. I want to grab, or I need to get another drink. It's a lot of getting out of conversations. It's a great one. Phil raise on, raise on, raise on Phil Jackson. Thank raise you. Raise on, on Phil. Raise on, raise on Phil. Raise on to everybody. Raise on to the Razorbacks. Raise on Phil. <laughs> Praise on Phil. Kate comes in with some LPP, some Lance Parker predictions. I say she's got a little bit of a, a leg up, leg oyster tag because she's got some inside info. I'm pretty sure she planned she know, cocktail she, hour. She knows my body. She knows your body in and out. Burger. Raw bar. Bang. Sliders. Bang. Pasta station. Wow. I didn't have it. I, I should have. I, I mean, I, did, I just talked about how much I love it. Yeah. I should have had it. Empanadas or quesadillas, not tacos Ooh, because they're messy. Yeah, I feel like you don't see quesadillas, but yeah, if they're there. I, quesadillas, quesadillas talking about call. one of the most underrated foods out there. Definitely. It's a good one. Quesadilla is a great call. Because you could dip a quesadilla in some guacamole, some salsa. You could it's, guacamole. It's a good... <laughs> that was the Italian pronunciation. You got, you got the guacamole? Oh, the got guacamole. You love some guacamole. And then she's got sushi. And give me some prosciutto and some guacamole. Give me the guacamole, <laughs> dip it in the gabagol. Sushi, yeah. Sushi, I, I probably should have had it, but I don't I don't associate it with weddings, which is on me. Bon me. Blazer. Great predictions. Braze By the way, Kate. with Bon me blazer, it's sometimes like 
Kate will, and I think most Razorbacks have this experience where it's tough to, to go to bat a thousand with her references. Pretty tough. Tough to bet 500. So she, you know, sometimes they'll say something's on me and they'll, you know, say bond me, blazer. And then she asked where that's from the other day. Good for her though. And she was like, I just, she she was like, I thought it was just from Braze Bits. (laughs) Pretty much is. But you got to ask questions because if you don't ask questions, you never find the answers. Sometimes it's, sometimes you don't need to ask questions. But in this case, it was good. It's good to ask questions. I don't know how you, how you should have been able to find the answer to that. By like Googling Bond Me Blazer, I don't think that would ever give her the answer. <laughs> I think you would probably give the answer to this episode or that episode. Hopefully. Episode three. Yeah. Sweet sauce. Subscribe to our Patreon. We talked about it. We got off menu episodes. We got a bonus episode a month. Brazebits slash Patreon.com. Support the pod. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Send us in a question. Send us in a an article send us a cocktail send us a tale of your favorite send it in young fella send it (laughs) young buck yeah that's 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 what i got for that we don't have any questions this week no question i'm on the same page as that if you would like to send a question you can dm us on instagram at braze bits or you can email us at bracebits at gmail.com. Love it. Love it. I love it. Do you know Levitz? Do you know, do you know Levitz? Like the name Levitz? Like a Harry Levitz? It's like a furniture store. I guess no. it's like a Long Island thing. It's like they had a thing. It was like Love It at Levitz. I loved it there. Lavalette. Peter Laviolette. He's a hockey coach. Nice. Love that. <laughs> Benny Agbayani. This is great stuff. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Let's let's move into our questionable at best. Sponsored by Goose, my high school friend. Retief Goosen. Dropped that earlier. Great reference. Let's do some I, quabs. I could lead off. So I'm going to have... I have the feeling it's not going to be next week, but probably two weeks. I'm going to have a... Maybe the... I'm going to foreshadow it. It's going to be the biggest QAB that I feel like I've had in the history of the podcast. But news. I can't do it now because I want to make sure everything is complete before I unload on the situation. Wow, you're really teasing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give any sort of details. What a tease. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that is the real QAB, but I don't want to talk about it yet. So I'm gonna do uh, this QAB. And the QAB I have for this week is there's no clocks. I never know what time it is. I realized I'm like walking around. Remember where there used to be like time and temperature stuff on the street? People in, you go in their house, they used to have clocks. I realized this. We went to, I've been realizing this for a while. So my phone is a clock and then our oven has a clock. And those are the only two things in the house that are apartment that have clocks. So whenever I put anything in the oven the clock in the oven is gone and i have to rely on my phone for the time and to time who knows where your phone is and who knows where my phone is because i'm hiding it and i don't want to look at my phone like if i look at my phone to see what time it is then i'm not looking at what time it is i'm in a rabbit hole about the board lord charcuterie 
and comics being canceled for doing comedy. Right. So we went to Target when we were on Long Island. And in addition to getting a 96 roll of toilet paper, which did I talk about that? That's like the highlight of the year. 96 rolls of toilet paper? Well, it's like, I guess, you know how they say it's like 40 something, but they're like equivalent of 96. You know how they do that? Yeah. Yeah. If I was, if I was Nick Alex, the comedian, the bit would be like, well, if it's 48, but they say it's 96, then it's 48. Don't say it's 96. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of TP. Yeah. So, but we also got a small clock and this clock has changed the game. Whenever I want to know what time it is, I just look at the clock. Where's the clock located? It's located over there. In the bedroom, in the living room, in the kitchen? In the living room, I guess. Okay, there you go. In the room. You know, our you know, apartment, it's the kitchen, the room, and our bedroom. And then also got this it. like little side room we got that I think with not, right now it's storage, storage wars, but I hope maybe we could turn it into like a bit of a, a pod kitchen. We'll see. That's a very good QAB. Something I, I had thought about like subconsciously. And you're out in the world. I mean, people have watches, but then people also have Apple watches, which is the same thing as a phone. Watch is like kind of expensive and it's like a, it's a, it's a statement. There's no, and clocks are beautiful. Like, you know, these old clocks, I feel like there's not respect for clocks and it's time to respect time. Doc clock. It's just tough. A a lot of resetting when it's not digital. When you, when you're doing spring forward, it's it's twice a year. It's a lot. It's a a lot of resetting. 30 seconds. I just did it. When the power goes out, power doesn't go out. When the clock turns off. Stop making excuses. It's no No excuses. Just result. Parisi Speed School. It's a, sp- a speed school in my, my town. Speed school? Yeah. It was like a school kids went to get faster. Really? Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> I thought it was like a like the drug. What? Speed? Is that Coke? You know, people say he's on, he's on speed. I think, yeah. I think there's like, there's like a speed drug that's actually just called speed that I'm, I'm on right now. I think people are on that drug on the New Jersey Turnpike. They're nuts out there. They get a need for speed. I'm I'm pro clock. I'm not anti clock at all. I, I don't have a clock in my apartment. I definitely use the oven and the microwave a lot for the clock and my watch. And you're not gonna love this in my bedroom. I will sometimes. I got a Google Home. I'll yell out, "Hey Google, what time oh, is it?" I and guess I, what? I can't believe you've taken this long to reveal Marsala this this fact. I love my Google Home. I listen to I listen to the radio. That's Google Home is my roommate. The Google Home, I. I, I, I say I love you to Google Home, and the Google Home's like, thank you so much. Do you want me to tell you a joke? The, the Google Home knows my body. It reminds, it reminds me of things. It, tells, it plays music. It's not it looking knows out. all my passwords. It's not, it's not looking out for your best interest. Who else will? Not Google Who else? Home. Google Jake Home. Jake Jake Home. It's a good QAB. You don't, it's, it's very interesting, the clock business. Coldplay. It's a ticking time bomb. Do, 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 do. What do you think of Coldplay? I like their big hits. I've, I've, I, I'm not anti-Coldplay. I'm never, never like a... I wouldn't yeah, seek to them me, out. To me, they're like generic, and I don't mind them. Like, I have no feeling about them. And it's wild. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense that they're so mega popular because nobody dislikes i guess people do dislike them but to me it's just like it's benign benign music 
the Nine Inch Nails. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> they have a couple good remixes with Jay Z that I like. They're, they're, they're fine. They're fine. They're, they're nine. Nine tails of Pokemon. Nine tails? It had nine tails? Yeah. Uh, Volpex evolved into nine tails. Yellow tail. It was too. A, a fire Pokemon. Wow. Solid. Solid QAB with the clocks. My QAB, I'm calling it on myself. I can't. Uh, I, love a, I love a foul on personal foul. Self quab. I can't figure out why. I mean, I, I've known this for a while, but I got very frustrated with myself last night because last night uh, there was no NBA on. So I, I wanted to watch a movie. I haven't sat down and watched a movie in, in so long. Same. And there's been a lot of movies that I wanted to see. I, I first put on this movie, Nomadland. I don't know if you've heard about it. I want to watch it. Books. I've actually, I've heard it's good. I want, I want to watch it. Well, I watch it probably not, but I, I want to. I want, I wanted to also. I wanted to watch it. I love. Um, how'd, you, how'd you get it? It's on Hulu. Ah, oh, I think we have that. If you have Spotify, you can get a free Hulu account. Hulu Lemon. Nice. Liz Lemon. And the actress in, in that is one of my favorite actresses. She was going to be on my top line actors, but didn't make the cut. But I just, I think it's, I, I start the movie, I'm 20 minutes in, I'm engrossed in it. And then there's just something about watching it alone. And I think it has to do with also my phone being there. My laptop, I, everything's closed, but just like having something in the back of my head is like, check Instagram or check your phone or you're not, you're missing, might, might be missing out on something on Twitter, or on TikTok. And I can't submerge myself into the movie. I feel like I'm, I'm able to watch things. Like when I go home with my parents, I can watch a movie because I know I'm with somebody and it's almost like a. You keep you're, accountable. You're, Keep it, exactly. You're with somebody. You're not going to look at your phone when somebody's next rude. to you. But I'm being rude to myself. I'm, I'm calling myself out. So after 20 minutes, I'm like, I can't watch this anymore. Then I, I'm like, maybe I'll get into a show. You've been raving about Lupin? Lupin? Lupin. I, I pop that bad boy on. I get 15 minutes into that, and I just can't... I, for the first episode, I just can't... The, the, I can't get through it. He's, he's like meeting, they're, they're like setting up characters. And I'm like, I can't, I, I need, I can't deal with the setup alone. I'm going nuts. But, so, but I was able to get in the documentaries. I think documentaries for some reason, they're authentic and just like, to me, they, I, I get fully submerged. But I would love to have like a TV show that I can just like binge or go through once a night, just to have a nice distraction outside of watching sports. But I don't know what I need to do. If any Razorbacks or you have any ideas of like what to how to get yourself to to turn off and watch these movies or TV shows, I don't know what to do. So this is really a disease, and I think it's like not that you're everyone has it. Cure this me. Thing, the cure. I don't really know about that. I don't really know their music. Neither do I. But everyone has this where. It's email. I mean, during work hours, right? You're just on your email and you have this checking everything brain. And it's exact. It's obviously with the phones, it's impossible and you can't turn it off. This is my question. Number one, when you wake up, how long do you wait to check your phone? 30 seconds. Yeah. So don't do that. 
if I mean, do you have an alarm? Like, do you have an alarm that's not your phone? Or there's a setting like I have my phone on a way where like I, my, I have my alarm on my phone, but I turn off the alarm and I I still can't see anything in my phone. Right. Um, but it it makes me anxious when I don't look at my phone in the morning. Yeah, but it'll make it'll make you anxious. I mean, it's it's an addiction, so it'll it, withdraw. Yeah, so the first few times you do it, it'll be tough. But if you do it over time, just wait like even like a half an hour, and like I don't know, take a shower or or you meditate, right? Yeah, yeah, meditate or but I guess you need your phone for that. <laughs> which that's what that's how they all that's how they get you with all this stuff. Right. It's like, um, but just do something without your phone. And it will put you in a mindset for the day where you're not like your brain is not in that mode automatically. Mm. I think that makes a huge difference. And then, I mean, what I do, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm not good. I feel like I have, I have spurts. I have days where I'm like really good. And then I have days where I'm not good at all. Um, But then like, if I don't want, if I want to do something, if I like reading and reading for me, it's good because it's like something that you're not, you can't be submerged in this social media stuff but i just hide my phone and try to put my computer in a different room just as long as it's not in your eyesight or if it's far away then you're not as focused on it and this is a real problem and it's sad and everyone has it and it's like preventing you were saying before like um it's hard to like think and do anything because you're just in this like checking mode all the time right it's crazy. People can't do anything. Like I actually, this QAB I'm going to talk about, I think, I think a lot of it is because of like phone brain and it's just like hard for people to do tasks that require focus. Exactly. It's, it's tough to, but I think and you watch, you watch this, you watch the social dilemma, right? No. Oh, I think watch I, that. I think I, watch that. I think I, think I tried to, and I got to turn really? it off also. Really? I think, I don't, I'm not sure. But that's a documentary. I should be able to watch that. It is a documentary. And there's this, I mean, it's a book, but there's this book called uh, Present Shock. And I think it's really good. There's a lot of books about this stuff, but this one, I think kind of, it talks about like the five things that are happening that like people can't handle. And it's like a lot of like what technology is doing to, to our brains. Yeah. It's fascinating, but it's also, it's, it's interesting as just as human beings, it's like, the difference between being alone and being with being this is physically true. Right. with somebody. Right. This is true. Of like, if I like, I, like my cousin used to live a few blocks from me in Astoria, and I would go over there to watch something, and I wouldn't have an issue because I just I know we're both into it. We're both gonna because you have, talk you about have the afterwards. social. Um, there's like a social not cue, but like norm, like an unwritten yeah yeah. It's, it's, it's a social norm. But you both agreed upon watching something. You both yeah. It's a shared experience. Yeah. But when it's alone, I can't like, I got to like, uh, do that with myself. Be like, all right, I want to watch this. I chose, I was excited to watch Nomadland, but hearing great things about it and choosing to like not watch the trailer and not know a lot about it. I love the actress in it. And I'm like 20 minutes in, I'm like, just, yeah, it's, it's I was it's giving me anxiety watching, watching movies and TV. It gives, it's giving me like anxiety. Cause I'm like, uh, I'm missing out on things and, like, should I watch something better? Is there a better option? That's, Why that's the problem. This? Yeah, that's the thing with like streaming movies. Yeah, there's, there's always so going to be. 
And it's like, but we've created a thing where we have to like maximize that. Like no matter what you watch, like as, like as long as I heard this somewhere, like some podcasts I was listening to when we, when we choose these movies, it's like, it has to be the best choice out of all the choices, right. but it doesn't have to be to maximize your enjoyment of like, why is it the, why is that the way we're all thinking? Probably cause like, that's what the setup of it encourages but as long as you're watching something and you get enjoyment out of it, then it's like a, a net win for you. But I think that's the issue is like, if you're you think you're going to be enjoying movie, something better, but as long you know, as I don't even know if I'm enjoying it while I'm in the moment, it's like, am I enjoying this? Then you start spiraling of being like, Oh, I don't know if I if I'm enjoying this. Watch spiral. Why am I wasting to my time? There's a movie called spiral. The that French show that I like is it, the English the version of uh, the English name is spiral. Oh, there you go. I'm spiraling right now. Spiral. No. Yeah, it's tough. And I, I do think obviously like when you're alone, it's definitely different. Cause it's like a communicating with people thing. And if you don't get that fill, then you need it. Phil Jackson. So I need, yeah. I need, I need some more Zen. Yeah. No. Yeah. What about the, how the birds doing? Birds are doing great. Birds are fat. Birds are shitting everywhere. Birds are keeping me right. Birds are my people. If the, if the birds wanted to watch a movie, I would watch anything they wanted to. Maybe maybe Birdman, they'd be into it. <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll, I'll pitch it to them. See if they like it. It's, it's tough. And it's, that's, why, that's why I'm so, uh, like, not down on this stuff, but just so tentative because this stuff is so powerful now. And it's only going to get more powerful. And it's like, we're not... We're not we we're not we can't handle it now we're not gonna be able to handle it in the future and it's only gonna get more and more intense and like exactly. affect more and more things but it also lets us do this podcast via zoom so it's like right there are there are obviously i mean it goes without saying and i will say Bros, this frozen con air and say it. <laughs> this is what i'm gonna say i would like to say i'm it. listening so listen let me say it <laughs> i'll say i guess yeah why i might as well say should i'll go as far as to say that there are without a doubt a lot of positives of technology <laughs> listen i know exactly what you're talking about a lot of positives but i'll say this a lot of con- a lot of cons it's, it, it's a lot of con airs it you feel like you're in a nicholas cage the whole thing is that you have to manipulate it to work for you rather than for it to work on you right but it's very hard to do it and it's only going to get more and more difficult. My older DeMarcus cousins are pretty much like one of them is completely off Instagram. One of them like is on once in a while. And I think they have overall a much healthier lifestyle with it, but they do miss, like, miss out on a few things of like, just like certain restaurant, like, like new restaurants that, that pop up in New York city that I, I learned about through Instagram or just, just interesting things in society or news. I feel like I know a lot. I'm up to date on a lot of news, whether it's useful or not. Um, well, everything's a, are, yeah, everything's a trade-off. It's like yeah. you're not going to – you have to set it up so it's the most – the trade-offs are the best for you. Like Trader Joe's? Yeah, he's, he's missing out on the restaurants, but it doesn't have that, that, that thing. I do think for us, too, like we're doing comedy. I'd be off social media if I didn't do comedy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I can see that. I'll probably be off. I'll be off Facebook for sure. 
Yeah. I haven't gone on Facebook and I go on, I mean, I'm on Instagram all the time, but that's also one of the reasons I didn't join TikTok is I just, I'm like, I can't do another thing that sucks my life away. Yeah. I'm completely sucked by TikTok. Yeah. But I enjoy it. Sucker and Succotash. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to give a high school reference, but Natasha Bedenfield. The rest is still unwritten. Bingo. Yeah. This episode is, has been written. Should we bring in the closer? Let's do it. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Bits. Brazon, Phil. Phil Brazon. Yowie Kablawi, episode 67 in the books. Anything to plug, promote? I would say I'm 67% plus 33% satisfied with the episode. I had a great, this is a great rebound episode for me personally. You threw some elbows, you got it in the paint, you got some great juicy trash rebounds. I thought it was great for both of us. I enjoyed it. And I think last week was great also. Sure. Shirley Temple. Shirley Parker. That's my grandma. SP. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode until then braze on keep calm and braze on and that's it. Have a good one. Is that, do we say that? Yeah. Have a good one. Have a good two. Have a good 67. There it is. Peace.